Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So I was sitting here thinking before I released this podcast, why is it that we always need something bad to happen in our lives for us to appreciate the good things, or even the smaller things, the more beautiful things that we often take for granted? And maybe this is just a human trait, but it's something that I'm trying to get through in this movement of Find Your Voice, is that I want you guys to start living right now. And I want you to find something that fulfills you. I want you to be happy. I want you to live in gratitude. You see, I put these stories out here for you guys to listen to, not to make you feel miserable or to feel sad or start to cry. I put these stories out there to show you how lucky you are. You see, we are all very blessed and we're all very lucky if we choose to see it that way. You see, living in a moment of gratitude is fantastic, but living a day, a week, a month, a year, in fact, your whole life in gratitude, that's just so much better. And what I want you guys to do is to start to take on these tips that we've mentioned in this episode coming forward, but then go back and listen to the people on this show who have shared their stories so bravely and so openly and honestly, and think about how your life is maybe better than their life in terms of you haven't had to suffer with cancer, you haven't had to suffer with blindness, you haven't had to be homeless, for example. And then really start to look in your own life and start to live with gratitude because that is the key. You see, we're all chasing happiness. Happiness is the number one goal and it should be the number one goal for all of us. And through that, we chase fulfillment as well. And if you can get those two in line, then you're gonna have a fantastic life. But what I don't want you to do is to wait until something bad happens. I don't want you to have to experience cancer like our guest today shares his experience. And it was actually cancer that actually gave him his life back. And almost now you could see it, he's loving his life. And he openly admits it as well in this episode that it was cancer that really made him start to live again. But I don't want none of us listening to this show to have to go through cancer in order to start living because we can do it right now. We can all go out there and find our voice and really try and start to write our own story. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. It was fantastic for me because it did exceed my expectations. And if you do get a chance, please do hit us up on social media as well. We are quite active. And don't forget, if you get a chance as well, please do share it with somebody else as well to maybe inspire and motivate them to go out there and find their voice. So, without further ado, let's get this interview on the way. I'd like to start this show by welcoming Pete to the show, and I want to thank Pete for taking time out of his day today to come and share his story. So, Pete, thank you for coming onto the show. You're welcome, thank you for inviting me. You're very welcome, I really appreciate it. I think it's going to be useful for the audience to get to know a bit about yourself. So, if you wouldn't mind, if you can kind of give us like a summary, take as long as you need in relation to the life of Pete, for example, tell us some of your ups, tell us some of your downs, and then basically what brings you here today. Perfect, no problem. Um, hi audience, I'm glad you're listening to this. Uh, well, my sort of story is, I'm not a, 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 a multi-millionaire or anything like that, far from it, 
but I live a very comfortable life. Um, it hadn't always been like that. I mean, I'm 53 years old, so you can imagine when my upbringing from my parents, how that was in a very strict upbringing. Uh, we was always sort of uh, monitored by our parents back in them days, uh, with the early days of very few Asian community in the UK. Um, they had to sort of build their reputation. So we was on a very close community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with there being a close community, parents always took hold of what you had to do. They basically sort of uh, had your life for you. So in my young days, um, I was kind of rebellious with my dad because I, I was always one that wanted to do my own thing the way I wanted. But of course, you have to have respect for your parents mm-hmm. and sort of listen to them as well. Um, so as I said, upbringing very uh, tight community, Asian community. And as I started to sort of get older and go into school into sort of uh, 16, 17, this is where I sort of started to uh, understand that, you know, I don't want to follow the footsteps of my parents and I don't want to follow the footsteps of my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and go to university or anything like that. I didn't want to be stuck behind a desk. Uh, where that's what my parents wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I was more inclined to sort of look into I used to see marketing and think, wow, I want to do that and mm. I want to do that. And, mm. you know, that's how my thoughts were. And um, so as I got to about 16, 17, I started to kind of rebel against what my parents wanted. Um, but again, same thing, you know, you have to have some element of respect for your parents. So I still followed them. And um, up until the age of sort of 21-ish, when um, I got married and and um, we then bought a family business um, Mm -hmm. and again we started working in the family business but it's not something that I wanted it wasn't for me so even though I worked in there and put in the hours uh, along with my my, with my brothers um, it's not something that I wanted to do and what really changed my mind uh, or changed me um, was uh, when I became ill um, when it was about around about 25 and at that time I had two children and one of them uh, he said mm-hmm. here and uh, uh, well two boys um, and I had cancer and sort of that's where that's what really changed my perspective about life mm-hmm. um, because when you fall into I mean I know people have had cancer and they've cured and they've come over it but the initial shock of that mm-hmm. was like wow you know I mean I remember sitting on the stairs with my wife and I'm telling my wife and I'm sitting there crying my eyes out thinking and your whole life goes by you and especially when things like that I mean nowadays you know there's so many cures for so many diseases but when you're looking when you're going back 20 odd years there was there wasn't as many cures so you know you have this flashback of your life and you think wow I'm not going to be here what's what's my kids going to do and all these thoughts start to run through your head and you know, and I remember sitting on the stairs, as I said, crying my eyes out. And my dad came in and he looked at us and he went, uh, what's the matter, what are you crying for? And mm. I told my dad, I gave him a hug. Um, even though um, he was sort of strong, I could see, I could sense that he, it was, he was, it was one of them things like, wow, you know, this mm. has happened to my son. Um, so anyway, I went through a treatment um, and chemotherapy and he was in and out of hospital uh, I lost a lot of weight and I, you know, sort of kind of lost confidence as well because I was, I, was, I wouldn't say I was a greatly confident person, but I was quite confident in myself uh, and I lost all my confidence as well. Um, and my sister, she gave me a, a, a book, uh, which was uh, Your Guardian Angels. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a, while I was in the hospital, I started to read 
this guardian angels thinking well what's this about you know mm-hmm. guardian angels and it, it just totally changed my life uh, in the sense of just read just reading the books i right. thought wow is this is yeah. there such thing as this guardian yeah. angel is there such thing as the spiritual world and that's why where my spirit spirituality came out and from there it sort of sort of started to progress and as i came one once i was out uh, of hospital and had done my uh, chemotherapy um fit and healthy i knew that i had to do my own thing my own way uh, mm. where i wanted to be and how i, I can progress it wasn't always easy because you always you you have this um how can i put it you have this education or you have this your your upbringing embedded into you you see so they they're deep into your um subconscious mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they always uh, sort of float back out and you start to think well should i should i or shouldn't i but i, I know i wanted to move away from the family and and do my own thing mm-hmm. Um, which is sort of what I started to do. You want to just pause for a bit of We can jump in there. So there's actually a couple of things in relation to that. So you always knew from a very young age, you mentioned like from 16, 17, you were, you were probably different to your siblings. Yeah. You wanted to do something different. And yeah. I kind of, I can resonate with that myself. So I was forced in inverted commas to kind of go through the academic route because I was very, I could pick up things very quickly. Yeah. I didn't want to do any of that. It was never my interest. I always wanted to, kind of go against the grain I wanted to be a boxer I wanted to do karate I wanted to do all the stuff I seen on television and yeah. just different stuff yeah. and there was an element that I, I suppose somewhere along the line I kind of resented the decisions and I was having to like make my parents happy rather than make myself yeah. happy fortunately for me I didn't have to experience cancer in order to really be like okay now I need to just do what's done for me and yeah. it kind of seems like cancer was your kind of wake up call wake in up terms call. of yeah. to think do you know what I have to look after myself yeah. and put myself first and, and it was it's quite emotional for me just thinking about that moment when you're sitting on the stairs and you're, and you're telling yeah. your family and stuff I just wrote my sister's giving you a book about the guardian angel and stuff I think that's come probably at a good time because I absolutely would you yeah. agree that if, yeah. if that had come if she'd give you that book a year before yeah, you would have probably thought probably this is just, nonsense yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah. it changed your perception it did it, you know and it changed started to change the way I think and mm. and in all honesty when I started to read the book and I started to sort of understand each chapter one at a time I thought wow you know this is amazing can this really be possible mm. could you so, elaborate on something from that or something that you maybe do now yeah uh, of course yeah um, so what I've learned from that book was of course it, it started to open other doors and other avenues in um, law of attraction as as people know it and, and I know there's a lot of it about now whereas mm. when we was younger it was it wasn't it wasn't about well it's still about but we wasn't aware of it but there's a lot more about of it of mm-hmm. it now so uh, and, and then you know and I know thousands if not millions of people's heard of the secret mm, um, absolutely. so then that book came into my hands um, it was it just happened to be that I went on to a course um, which is an angel course uh, and a spiritual course. So as I went there and this the lady that was conducting it, uh, her name was Angela. So and she told us about this uh, secret, um, this secret website. So I wrote it down as soon as I got home. I sort of jumped on the website, yeah. got the yeah. thingy, got the DVD, and I thought, well, there's got to be something in this. Mm. That, uh, what what's what's so good about this? So anyway, I, I played it, and I wa- made my two boys watch it, and I sat there watching this, and I was totally. Uh, sort of engrossed in this mm. um, secret because that what they were saying is your thoughts become your reality 
Um, was for me, it was like a tur- turning point because I thought, wow, if that was the case, then mm-hmm. wow, I can create anything I want. Whereas with the kids, they were still young. They wasn't sort of so much interested in it. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it progressed from. So now, uh, you know, I have a, a special routine in the morning that I follow every day. And, and it's all due to this, I, I, I guess I can call it positive thinking. Absolutely, yeah. And it's all due to this positive thinking. And, you know, when you start to think in a certain way, uh, certain doors will start to open for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But you have to trust in your way of thinking and you have to trust in yourself. Even though, or throughout life, and even in today's day and age, and how, how fast forward we have become, um, even today, you still have them thoughts. You mm. still have to battle with your own mind, believe it or not, mm. uh, with your negative thoughts. You, you know, you're constantly fighting against them. Uh, like I said to you earlier on, before we started, Absolutely. you know, you, you have a thought. You, you, you sort of you sort of have a negative thought, if you like, and before you know it, your negative thoughts, your your conscious mind starts to tell you something, and before you know it, you're that that spiraled into a, a full blown <laughs> yeah. conversation Absolutely. with yourself. Mm. You know, you're sitting there in a car or your home or whatever, and you're talking to yourself and mm. you're having this conversation conversation with yourself, and you're sort of fighting with yourself. You know, one mm. voice against another. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. No, to anybody, but, You know, you're yeah. sort of fighting with yourself, and you really have to start to understand your thoughts. And that's one of the things that I've learned to do is understand my thoughts. And when I'm having a thought like that, I instantly think to myself, "Okay, this is, is this the right thought? No, it's not." Mm. And I stop. I put a stop to the thought right away. Because you are in control of your own thinking. Nobody else controls it for you. Mm. So you know what you are thinking. So if you start to realise that you are thinking something that hasn't even happened, Mm. you can stop that thought right away. And when you stop it, do you replace it with something? Replace it, yeah. You you have to replace it with something positive. Mm. So, for example, if you're having an emotional thought of... Let's just say something bad happened, you know, you, you're on your way, you, you got a parking ticket or you, or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's a negative thing. And the first thing you do when you get a parking ticket is in your effing and blinding, excuse my French. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you, and, you know, then, the, you know, from that uh, anger, effing and blinding, thinking that, you know, why have I have a parking mm-hmm. ticket? It starts to escalate. So if you right away realise, hold on, this is, this is not right, you know, what's, what could be good about the, having a parking ticket? Um, and then think of something that is positive out of a negative. Mm-hmm. So when you start to think of something positive out of a negative, it could well be that uh, you may have had a parking ticket, you might have grabbed a parking ticket, gone to speak to the conductor or whatever, and bumped into somebody who you spontaneously, you know, bumped into somebody who would, who would put you right. You know, you, yeah. you might have, uh, you know, anything could have happened. There, but there, you... There's gratitude in having a car Absolutely, to even get a parking yeah, ticket on. Yeah. Yeah, you anything, can, you know, that. anything. But if you, as long as you sort of realise that mm. you're having this negative thought and without letting this spiral out of control with hundreds of other thoughts, stop it right away. Mm. Stop it and change it to find a positive in that negative. Mm. Like I said, it could be that you've got, you could be grateful that you've, you've gone and you've gone to meet, make a meeting. Absolutely. If that, Absolutely. you know, if you was worried about your parking ticket, then you might not have gone onto that meeting Absolutely. and gained something or gained knowledge or whatever it is. Mm. You know, so always, there's always a positive and a negative and that's what you have to sort of learn to do. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Of course, yeah. But yeah. with practice, it becomes perfect. Mm. That's interesting because this is just me now. So cancer's affected my family. It's, okay. it's taken members of my family away. It's, it's affecting my family, some of them now. So I have very like, sort of negative connotation towards cancer. Okay. I sometimes put myself in a position and think, if I was to ever get cancer or something at a particular point, I just can't help but think that I will feel sorry for myself. 
at some stage mm-hmm. have you ever felt that yeah you do um as i said you know it's 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 natural for so it's us normal. Okay. yeah absolute normal yeah. you know you can't mm. control your thoughts to a degree well you can and you can't because when something uh, as severe as cancer or other illness hit you you can't see any way out mm. uh, so you of course it's natural for okay. anybody to think you know how would I feel? Mm. But as I said earlier on, you know, you are you are in control of your thoughts. Mm. As long as you don't put emotion into something, it can never happen. Mm. It's only emotion that creates your reality. When you paint a picture of what you want and how you want your life to be, your conscious and your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference Absolutely. between yeah. uh, right and wrong. Mm. It just doesn't know the difference. It only responds mm. to what your what picture you're painting it so when you're young as i said earlier on your pa- your parents have painted how your picture is going to be so your subconscious mind then or your conscious mind then has to build your life around your parents picture or the picture that you've created or they've created not just your parents it's society it's school Absolutely, everything yeah. any, anything after the sort of age of 10 uh, when you've developed fully developed your conscious mind uh, after the age of 10 anything after that is what your picture has been mm. built on based on uh, your school your parenting your um, society itself you know you ha- you have to sort of uh, try to understand your thoughts you think mm. as a lot and as long as you can control or know what you're thinking mm. you can always change it mm. the hardest part of changing something is that you have to change your your subconscious Mm. if people understand what that means if they don't then i would highly recommend looking into that that because it's a very very powerful part of Mm. us it's a a a part of our mind that can create reality for you so if you don't understand what subconscious is then i strongly suggest Mm. that you go out and listen to or even you know read books on that Mm -hmm. if you don't like reading like me Listen to audio books. Yeah, are fantastic! I love listening Absolutely, to them. Yeah, yeah they're Especially great. Especially when I'm driving and stuff. Yeah, uh, motivation. You mm. see, and you can learn a lot from it. So that's what you really have to do. You have to sort of think about what you're thinking about. Think about what you're thinking about all the time, and then stop when you start. When you start mm. having a sort of a negative thought, stop that, and then think of a positive. What could be the positive thing? What is it that you want in life? To change a picture that your parents have built or society has built for you, changing that jigsaw. Uh, your conscious mind doesn't want to change a jigsaw mm. because you imagine you've made a, a great massive jigsaw puzzle yeah. and you're trying to take the middle of that jigsaw mm. puzzle out and change it. Change it and yeah. how hard would it be mm. to change that jigsaw puzzle? So that's why your conscious mind is constantly mm. fighting with you mm. to stop you doing that. And it fights with you by sending, yeah, but what if this happens? This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And reality is just all you're doing is fighting with your own thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's how you sort of change your reality that's brilliant that's that's powerful that's something actually for anyone that is listening there's a book called the chimp paradox and he actually explains it so it's called the chimp's paradox and what he says is you have the chimp which is your like your subconscious Mm -hmm. and then you have a computer which is kind of the logical side of you but what he says is the chimp is more powerful yeah and unless we control this chimp whether it's through changing our thought processes and the things that we were taught to believe Absolutely, true, absolutely. Then the chimp's going to take over and absolutely. run riot. And that's exactly what yeah. happens with yeah. 95, uh, 90, 95% of society. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you're right, absolutely. Because your chip will always try to control mm. what it wants you to do. Absolutely. But deep down, if you start to understand it, 
anything is possible. Mm. But even having said that, it's not just your thoughts. It's it's the gratitude you have to put into things. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, I I'm so grateful for. I mean, I can explain sort of you know what my routine is in yeah. when I get up. Absolutely, in the morning, that was you know? literally the next thing. So yeah, yeah, you want to jump um, the routine. Yeah. So for myself, what I do when I get up in the morning, my general routine. I mean, I'm an early riser, so I'm up at three o'clock in the morning. And one of the things I've learned and I never ever do is put the snooze button on. Never ever put the snooze button on, and I know people do that, but that's not really a positive thing to do. You know, you as soon as I, yeah, my alarm goes off, I'm out of bed, my feet hit the floor, and the first thing I'll do is I put my hands together and I go, "Thank you so much for another day ahead of me." And it, and it, and it's feeling that gratitude of another day, whether that day is going to be the same as yesterday or not matters not. It's another day. Um, I listen to a lot of. Um, affirmations in the morning as well so um, when you get up in the morning what I've learned um, is that your subconscious mind your conscious mind hasn't quite kicked in mm-hmm. so you're still in your subconscious um, state mm-hmm. so when you start to feed your subconscious state with positive affirmations uh, your day will flow mm-hmm. perfectly okay. so first thing I'll do is I'll go on phone I'll put my headphones on I get dressed and I start to play affirmations, uh, positive affirmations, or even relaxing music just to calm my mind down. Um, so while I'm getting dressed to go have a, uh, you know, have a, I mean, I'll have a shower in the night in case you guys think that I never shower. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I've had a shower in the night, and so while I'm brushing my teeth, I've still got this headset on. So for twenty minutes or so, I've got this headset on, listening to affirmations. Uh, while I'm having breakfast, I'm listening to affirmations. And I drive to work listening to an audio book mm-hmm. um, on um, how your mind works. Uh, there's some great books out there. I'm no doubt you've heard of many of them. I, I love listening to, uh, if you don't mind me answering, yeah, absolutely, uh, you know, yeah. some of the books. Please I mean, do. I l- love listening to Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill, and I'm sure millions have probably read that book. Uh, the other book I think is fantastic and people should really if they haven't is um, The Science of Getting Rich by uh, mm-hmm. Wallace Wattle again mm-hmm. it's, 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 he explains the science of getting rich and it's a great book too mm-hmm. if you, I mean you can buy it but if you don't want to buy it you can get it on YouTube and then mm-hmm. listen to it so for 40 minutes from all the way to work I'm listening to these so I'm always trying to feed my mind with mm-hmm. positive um, affirmations, positive uh, vibes yeah. uh, um, all the way to work and obviously once you've done your work I'm back home on my way back home I'm generally back home for about 7 in the morning so I'm only out of the house for a few hours um, when I'm back home uh, I take the dog for a walk another relaxing way to do yeah. that um, and then I get uh, when, I'm, when I'm home obviously everybody's gone to work by then and then I do my meditation um, okay. with Sol for the next hour or so I sit there and I focus what I want out of life and how I want my life to be. Um, so I do a meditation then, listen to some great meditation music. Again, you can get it on YouTube if you don't. Uh, I use one called Calm on iTunes. Uh, it is one that you have to pay for, but it's I find app, it. It's an app, isn't it? It's an app, yeah. Yeah, it's mm. absolutely fantastic. There's so many on there. Uh, it's great, but as mm. I said, there's lots of free ones. You know, you just have to find one that resonates with mm. you. Um so once I've I sort of listened, uh, once I've done my um, meditation, I generally fall asleep for an hour or so, <laughs> yeah. two hours. Um, so I, I sort of fall asleep for about a couple of hours and I'm back up at 10 o'clock. Um, 
I've started to do exercises now where I, I hadn't before, even though when I was younger, I, I spent a lot of time exercising, but when I got ill, I sort of lost confidence mm. in exercising. So I, I started to sort of get back into exercising. Nothing major, mm-hmm. but I have. So from 10 o'clock, I sort of do 20 minutes of sort of general exercise. Um, and then I get on, go about my day. Uh, I'll start work about two o'clock again, mm-hmm. uh, two, half two. And once again, I'll start, I, I only listen or try to listen to um, audiobooks, you know, any kind of audiobook. Mm-hmm. Bob Proctor is another fantastic, yeah. I mean, he's amazing, you know, I know, mm-hmm. I know he's on uh, The Secret, uh, but he's so, he's been doing this for 50 years, and Absolutely. if somebody knows what they're talking about, he is a man that knows what he's talking about. And so I listen to a lot of, a lot of his um, audiobooks. I listen to a lot of Tony Robinson. Again, mm. another great motivator. Mm. So I'm always listening to these books and that, so, whilst I'm at work. I generally come home around, once I've finished, I get home for seven, mm-hmm. have a meal. Uh, I try to relax by watching not so much TV programmes, but more um, the very old-fashioned God programmes, if you okay. like. And, and the reason I watch them is because it's, it's, it explains to you that what we have now has always been there, mm. but we just, we just didn't realise it. Mm. So it, it resonates back to you how you can move forward with what we have mm. or, and always had. And I generally then go to bed and again, once again, I always go to sleep at night. And before I go to sleep, I just be thankful for my whole day. You know, I, I think about all the, the things I've done today, even though my day routine is generally the same, mm. um, but I might have met somebody new there. Mm. So I'm, I always sort of give gratitude to everything I have, even my meals, I sit there and I'm, you know, you, you, so when I say gratitude, because it's, gratitude is part of development. Mm. So if you're not grateful for something, then... How can you be grateful for what you want? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you really have to be grateful for. And I know there's lots of people there. So well, I can't be grateful until I get this. Mm. But if that's the way you're thinking, as we spoke earlier on, you're only going to get more of what you're thinking. putting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you're thinking I'm not grateful mm. for something, you're only your your subconscious mind only sees that you're not grateful for something and you're, you're feeling sad about something. So he thinks, oh, okay, oh, you're feeling sad about mm. this. I'll give you more mm. of that. Mm. So that's how your conscience works. And I fall asleep, again, listening to meditation music uh, until the next day. I, I, I don't know, I've fallen asleep. So in the middle of the night when the thing is off, I've still got my headset on, <laughs> which I take off for side And then, you yeah. know, so that's my daily routine. Right. Sort of every day. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost like... Um, the, the curse of cancer that came into your life has almost made your life better totally different afterwards yeah, in, yeah, in terms yeah. of perspective and everything and it's a wrong. shame because it that's it for me uh, it took for me to get ill mm. to get mm. where I am I mean uh, you know I, I, I had a business which um, was almost I'd gone almost bankrupt with it because I, I really struggled uh, and but, but it, had it not been for what I'd learnt over the years I think that I would have really got into a uh, depression. Mm. Um, but because of what I learned over the years, when I did have my business um, that didn't work as well as I expected it to, 
and it's just one of them things uh, and yes I've worried a lot about it and I put a lot of uh, uh, worry in, in the family but I tried to keep it away from them mm. as well because I didn't want them to feel yeah. um, under pressure to help and uh, they were absolutely fantastic you know hats off to my family they mm. did they stepped in and they sort of we work together and you know and it's another thing that I think I should point out is that when you have when you when you're worried about something um even worried about not telling your parents or telling your family it's a wrong thing to do because mm. if your family is always there to understand and support you and just it's surprising how much they can just just by taking or talking to somebody how much of a burden you can take off your shoulders and that's what i did you see but just by even though they didn't sort of okay here you have to hear that yeah. they will do this with this but just talking to them mm. took away mm. so much of my worries mm. um but as i said if it wasn't for what i'd learned over the previous years about being positive uh, i wouldn't have come out of that business mm. feeling better for yeah. myself and you know going on uh, six or seven years now well more than that now it's uh, 10 years or so moving forward 10 years you know i've, I've created another great business you know I, I and i'm really happy with it and progress is always mm. because you have to pro you have to think of yourself and your family and move forward with that absolutely so a couple of good points there is one obviously it's easier said than done but we shouldn't have to wait for a cancer or a death or something bad no, in our absolutely life not. like yeah. these are simple things that every single one of us on a daily basis yeah. hence why i ask this question can start to do yeah. it's not going to take us long to just sit there for the best part of two three minutes and just think of all the things we're grateful for every single morning and then slowly it become easier then obviously throughout the day we'll notice more and more things yeah and then listening to positive stuff so hopefully people listening to this can just take on this now yeah rather than have to wait for something bad to for happen, something bad to happen and then just yeah. live in this almost it's almost like a bliss because you just appreciate every single moment absolutely whereas sometimes we'll, we'll go through life and six months 12 months have passed and you've never really lived in the moment because you've one been anxious about the past and two uh, sorry anxious about the future and two you've been depressed about the past so it's it's a dangerous place to be. Absolutely, it's almost absolutely. about living in today. Um, you also said talking to people. So this is something that I actually mentioned on um, a previous podcast. So I struggle with anxiety, struggled a lot with overwhelm, and similar to yourself, I'm trying to look after my family. I'm trying to look after my wife and my siblings, and I don't want to put the burden on them. And my mom suffers with depression, so she's like my best friend. But at the same time, I don't want to ever stress her out yeah, as well. Out. But then sometimes if if it's too much, and I do speak to her, yeah. She, she doesn't solve the problem but I feel so much better afterwards yeah, yeah. she feels better that I, I confide in her yeah. same with my friends or my wife whoever I speak to and talking is so powerful it is it's it, a massive it's, massive thing but as humans I mean connection speaking is it's part of us and because we're so fixated on our phones yeah. 24-7 absolutely we, lo we lose yeah. that element we lose that collection absolutely and I think you know that's it, it's, again like you just said you know it, 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 when you're talking to somebody, somebody when you hold it in yourself you're mm. creating nothing but bad feelings for yourself but when you're let that energy out you've it's almost as if you've left let mm. out an, a massive ball of negative energy Absolutely. you know that's how you're going to sort of see you see and mm. you know and it's hard sometimes and i understand you know certain situations certain things and certain situations you you sometimes find it hard to talk to somebody but the best way forward and i've always found is that you know if you can't talk to your family then mm. talk to somebody who's, who you're close with you know, just take that off your chest and it's, it makes you feel so much better. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. And your mind will always fight you against it because they want you to hold. And I know it sounds bad. You're thinking to yourself, well, why would my mind want to mm. do that for me? Um, it always wants to, it always sort of, 
um, gives you a picture of oh yeah, but if you if you told this and they're gonna do this and they're <laughs> yeah. gonna say this and gonna, yeah. and you know you but but you're creating something that hasn't even happened. Creating scenarios, you know exactly. I mean? A scenario just, just that hasn't even yeah, happened. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we're going back again to yeah. you know creating a picture of what mm. you want. Uh, if you want, if you want to, if you find it difficult to talk to somebody, then imagine it in your head. Mm. Uh, and I know uh, those who've read um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. One of the things he used to do was he used to have a board meeting mm. um, with some of the richest mm. people in in the world. Uh, in his head, mm. not physically, remember, but in yeah, his head, yeah. and I mean, you could if you can imagine something like that. Mm. So, and it's easy to imagine things. You know, you can you can imagine something right away, just like that. If I said to you now, think of a pink elephant, which you think absolutely. instantly, you'd be thinking of a pink elephant. If I said, think of your feet in the, in, in your kitchen, you'd be thinking mm. of that. So, change. And you can create emotion to that as yeah, well. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Without emotion, there's lots of elements that you have to put together for the law of attraction to work. Uh, emotion is one of them gratitude is another one positive thinking is another one um imagery you know image in your head and what you want your life to be is another one when you start to combine these things together that's when your life starts to change Mm -hmm. and people using this law of attraction uh, has changed their life totally changed their life around within 12 months Mm. just by i mean it takes 30 days to create the thing is we, with life itself which we've created habits mm. uh, and habits can be changed it absolutely. takes time to change habits but habits can be changed mm, absolutely i love that and the final point i just want to add to that is you mentioned the business that you've just started that you're very happy with yeah i know the business because we've got the product somewhere it's probably packed in one of these boxes now because we're moving higher so, okay um do you want to just share that Briefly, just with the audience, because I, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, that's quite in- innovative. It's quite interesting. Okay. Straight away, because you just started sure. it from scratch. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I do I do my full-time. It's, I guess it's a job, but it's, it's not a job because it's still self-employed. I do mm-hmm. my parcel business. But I always wanted to be sort of um, an online trader. So what I started to do was I looked at um, ways I can make money online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon was the biggest platform, so... I learned how to sort of started looking more into how Amazon works. Um, so I learned how to, through their uh, learning program, and you can learn it through Amazon, sort of learned how to sell products on Amazon. Mm. And that's what I'm moving forward with. And I've got a, a, a product on there now, which um, which is uh, aromatherapy oils. But it's one of them things that sort of, well, it, it's a, a, bit, a bit of a risk to take. But again, if you want a, something to happen, you have to have a positive outcome of it. Mm. Um, so I started to understand and learn a lot about Amazon and how they work, what what to do, and learned the course, and mm. learned how to promote a product, how where to find a product, how to get a product. And once I understood all that, and I'm still learning from it. It's not something that yeah. I fully understood. I'm still learning from them. I started to, as I said, I imported my first product and it's been great you know i'm really yeah, happy fine. with my it my wife uses you know. it i think i think that's actually okay the yeah. diffuser or whatever okay, diffuser, it is yeah. Uses it. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah it is a great product and yeah. just on that as well so so often you hear people thinking they can't do nothing and we have all these limiting beliefs and these ceilings yeah. on what we can do in life and yeah. here you just thought okay i wanted to start a business and you probably google it you probably just figured it out along the way and yeah. here you are now selling a product and that's yeah. that's a lesson to anyone like if there is something you want with the right mindset and then obviously the action has to come absolutely, with it absolutely yeah yeah you nothing is possible without action you know you absolutely. it's no good having all these mindset <laughs> yeah. positive thinking when you take no action 
you you know you have to take action yeah. if it's something that somebody's looking to do you know uh, sell online it doesn't have to be Amazon mm-hmm. there's lots of other pra- platforms on there I chose Amazon because Amazon is the biggest mm-hmm. platform to sell um, and I chose Amazon because I found that you can I can I don't have to store the product at home absolutely. I send it to their warehouse everything they deal with everything yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah their fulfillment centre they deal with yeah. the customers they deal with the returns of course anything that is returned luckily for me I've only had one product returned in all the ones that I've sold and then they they contact you so you have nothing you know and this is the biggest fear with people they think well how can I start an online business what about customer service what about this but there's um with Amazon they deal with all that with you they, of course they, they charge a fee which course, is understandable yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you have to find a product that you can that incorporates all that and you can make a still make a profit out of it mm-hmm. You know, you you know you could. There's there's lots of people on Amazon that are making great, massive, Absolutely. massive monthly incomes, yeah. and it's it is possible. Um, you just have to trust in yourself to do yeah. it, yeah. and that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Trusting yourself. Yeah. If it's something that you know, if the list, for the listeners, if something that uh, you're passionate about, then use that product use yeah. that as a product absolutely i want you to put that in there because obviously we've used the product as well yeah so it's not like a shameless plug or anything yeah yeah um, of course. and yeah. yeah it's inspiring because if i ask someone say for instance my dad or my uncles or something do that the first thing they're gonna say is oh i can't figure that out i don't know about the internet and we have a lot of people in the older generations who just automatically have excuses straight away absolutely so it's, yeah. it's just uh, refreshing to hear yeah. somebody just say you know what one it actually shows that everything you're putting in practice in your daily routines like the affirmations the positive thinking yeah you put it into practice as Absolutely. well you practice what you preach i think that's the thing with older community because mm. i mean i'm 53 mm. and if i can make changes at 53 Absolutely. people yeah. at that Absolutely. age if not younger i mean we should be excited the majority of yeah. uh, people you know once they get past 40 45 they think that's it they think life is over you can't progress you can't learn new you're things. just getting started you know it's just <laughs> getting started yeah. you know it's just getting started yeah. Definitely. Don't let little things trouble you because when you're young, you have a whole you got you got your whole life in front of you. When you're forty or past forty or getting close to fifty, you think that you've only got a few years. Mm. But just in a few years, if you with the right mindset, just within a few years, you can change a whole life around. Absolutely. You know, if that's what you want. Then go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people are living longer now as well. So, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Brilliant. Okay, thank you for that. So. We spoke about adversity quite a bit. Um, we spoke, obviously, the business stuff. We spoke about the personal health problems as well. If you could just choose one of your biggest um, lessons that you've learned from that experience. So I know that you've had the mindset or something, but if you could just say to somebody maybe who's experiencing it now or going through turmoil, whether it's cancer or any other illness, mm-hmm. if you could just give them one lesson that you've taken from that situation. I would say that, you know, just and it's hard when you're mm. in that situation but just try to see things uh, as, as I say just try to look at the light at the end of the tunnel mm. you know just try to focus on you getting better you moving forward you wanting the things that you want instead of focusing on something and I, I understand that it's hard because I've been there um, but just try to listen and the best way did one of the other things I absolutely love doing is I love listening to music that I love mm because it just makes you feel so much better. So if you are going through uh, a, a tough time, listen to your favourite song. You know, don't the listen. that give you joy. Yeah, something yeah. that you enjoy listening mm. to. Listen to a rock song. Not, not so much a rock song in the sense of rock song. I mean, something that has a fantastic tune. I always find that that helps me to feel better. So 
um, yeah, you know, just just try to stay positive. Really, you know, mm. it, 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 it's a tough situation to be in, mm. but you just have to learn to stay positive. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. That, thank you for that. And in this particular moment, right this second, what is your biggest fear? Um, fear is. I don't want to say this now because fear mm. is just a thought. Mm-hmm. It's a thought that can be told controlled. Mm-hmm. When you have a fear, you can always change a fear into a non-fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I try to avoid having a fear mm-hmm. because I was, if I, I, I'm not saying I don't, I'm not worried about anything. I'm always worried about the future. Um, have I done enough to, when I pass, have I done enough on this earth for those who are living here now for when I pass? That is my biggest concern okay. rather than a fear because I think when you use the word fear, and I know a lot of people do, but I, from what I've learned, I've, I've, one of the things I understand is, or learned to understand is, fear is just a word. Mm. It's a word that's used by everybody. So when somebody uses the word fear, you instantly think the worst of something. So, and I know that's not what you wanted to hear, but no, no, no. I think that the, when you use the word fear, you sort of think of the worst, but to me, don't think of the word fear. Mm. And it's hard not to, but don't think of it. Think of something, think of it as a, a less fearful word, if you like. Mm. Um, but yeah, my biggest concern is have I done enough on earth um, for those coming? Okay. And that's one of my biggest. That's interesting. And has that purpose of yours, that why, or that motivation to leave the world giving as much as you possibly yeah, can absolutely. give has that only stemmed since again that I don't want to keep touching on it but the yeah. cancer incident absolutely okay so absolutely, it's completely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's interesting because a lot of people I find that go through adversity in life or have been through hardship they almost become selfless and they just want to almost in that moment when they're so grateful and stuff they want to give back more yeah yeah I think before that we kind of do live a selfish life yeah absolutely because yeah. I, I was kind of selfish mm. uh, I only really thought about myself I didn't even though I respected what my parents said I was kind of well my life I could mm. do what I like and, I, and even you know going back there I remember my father sitting me down once and he went um, he said you know you're going down the wrong path because I started getting involved with the wrong people he said you're going to shame us mm. and he was like that back in when I was growing up, he said, you're going to put shame on us and you're going to end up in prison because he thought I was going to end up in prison. And But I, you know, I was like, but I want to do what I want to do. Mm. I don't care about that. I yeah. just want to do what I want to do. If I want to dye my hair, I want to dye my hair. If I want to <laughs> yeah. pierce my ear, I want to pierce my ear. Yeah. You can't stop me. Even though I respected him when I didn't do it, but mm. it was one of the thoughts of a, that was going through my head. Mm. Um, so yeah, cancer, uh, for me, cancer was the biggest, biggest thing mm. that changed. And maybe that's what I needed. Mm. You know, things, they always say that things come for a reason. Maybe that is Absolutely. what I needed as a wake-up call. Yeah. This is why I actually love, like, I love this as part of my job mm-hmm. because I get to meet people like you and without having to go through the pain of, that you've been through, yeah, it inspires me so much. Like, this is inspiring, but I have, sometimes we'll be talking and I'll be like, episode four, so-and-so said this, how dare I feel sorry for myself yeah. today? I and it'll get me yeah. through the day. Absolutely. And I'll always think of it, and I'm, I'm blessed because when I when I ha- speak to somebody, I always get to meet a new friend and a new person that I form a relationship okay. with. And then it, it just changes my perspective because Absolutely. I'm like, yeah. I'm so much more grateful even now just for like health. So you're perfect, Anything, I think, yeah. because you just pointed it out. You know, you were having a, we're going to use the word negative again, mm. where you're having negative thought about something and yet you instantly realised yeah. 
you was mm. and then turned it into something absolutely. positive by saying well somebody such and such said did this mm. and so well, how dare I absolutely. and it's absolutely like you know there's there's so many people in this world that are worse off than you 100%. yet you know you, I mean other than those who are homeless and mm. you know this is one of the things I, I want to do um, as I get better and better and you know be able to do it is to help the homeless because unless you're homeless and got not you if as long as you've got a roof over your head Yes, it's always tough if you haven't got a job, and I know it's a, mm. a big thing um, and a big concern, but um, if you've got a roof over, you should be grateful. Always be grateful. Always, Without always. gratitude, Absolutely. you can't move forward. Absolutely, and I think I think that's, that's a brilliant point. I think it's something, though, we do have to do every day because, um, again, adversity, everything, it goes through everyone's life, and I've had moments where a death happens. All of a sudden, for that month, you're, you're, you're grateful for everything and mm. you know life's too short let's appreciate everything yeah. but then you get very quickly back into the old habits. old habits so that's why I always recommend it should be like a daily thing absolutely yeah absolutely. and you touch on the homeless thing so I'm I'm very fortunate my parents are very like loving people so we fostered children initially wow, okay. and my younger sister then we adopted her then my mum tried to adopt every single kid that come into the house and wow. like, there's no room in the house so I've got like three white siblings and I've got Asian sister as well who's okay. adopted and seeing them and seeing like their issues in terms of like disabilities, they were malnutrition when they first came, their attachment disorders. Wow. It made me so grateful. Like Four. it changed my whole life. So I gave good paying jobs to become like a social worker to effectively change the world and wow. stuff. Okay. And it, it changed. But then what happened was when I got married and I moved into my house here where yeah. we are sitting today, yeah. some of my siblings, I think about them every single day, but I don't live with them every day to have yeah. that feeling of gratitude every single day. Oh, okay. Whereas okay. before I never had to remind myself, I used to be up like this yeah. and I used to think, poor Kyle, he'll never be able to drive a car, he'll never be able to do this. Yeah. And it used to make me feel grateful. Yeah. Um, so it is something, I think, like anything, like if you don't look after your health every single day, it's going to deteriorate. Absolutely. I think yeah. we should always try and 100%, do it every day. 100%. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest issue when you get to a certain stage uh, where you're happy with your life, you tend to start to forget about gratitude. Uh, you know, just a, another quick point is, you know, it's not a religious thing or I don't want to offend anybody here, but when um, when something bad happens, you never think about God. Mm. Uh, you go about your day-to-day business, but when something bad happens, <laughs> you straight away, you go and, and pray to God. You know, God is there every single day, yet you forget. And I know most people don't, but the majority mm. do. You know, they forget that he's there every day. Mm. And I, even though I'm not a, um, I'm a, I'm a spiritual person, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you are, deep down we're all the same. Mm. So when you have to pray to somebody, then pray to them every day. If you want to, yeah. if you feel that God is your way forward, mm. then pray to God every day. Every day. Be thankful to him that he got you up every day. Mm. Not just the days that you're feeling down or you've had a bad day or you've lost your cat, you've lost your dog or anything mm. else, you know. Every single day should be a day where you're grateful. Yeah. And with gratitude, 100% you will grow. I think that's a beautiful message. I think it's it's something that I'm probably guilty of. I remember as a kid when, if I thought I was going to get in trouble by my parents, I used to be like, God, please get me through this day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll never do it again. And yeah. I'm sure we've all kind of done yeah, that. Absolutely. So, okay, brilliant. So, we're actually at the, the fun part of the show, is what I call it. So, it's a okay. quick fire round of 60 to 90 seconds, um, depending when I tie you out, basically. I'm just <laughs> random questions. Okay. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. Okay, we're going to go in three. Two, one. If you could abolish one thing in the world, what would it be? Hunger. Your favourite beer? Budweiser. Your biggest role model? Oh, me. What would you like to be remembered for? The good I did. Your biggest goal this year? To be successful and help others. Your worst mistake? Not doing it earlier. 
If you could relive one day again, what day would it be? The very first day I was born. The ability to fly or be invisible? Invisible. The number one thing that annoys you? Bad habits. <laughs> Money or fame? Neither. Your proudest moment? My children. Your favourite food? Gotta be rice and chicken. Would you rather speak all languages or speak to animals? What's your favourite song? At the Club by The Drifters. And if you had an extra hour a day, how would you spend it? Meditating. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. And the final question is, the number one piece of advice you, you would give to your children? Just be yourself. Okay, brilliant. So we're approaching towards the end of the show now. Okay. And um, just two more questions that I always like to ask my guests. The next one's about reflection. Okay. So this is about, in hindsight, obviously we learn ways where we can get to places quicker with less heartache or by saving money, for example. So if you could go back, knowing everything that you know now and all your words of wisdom and everything that we've spoken about in this yeah. show, to a younger time where maybe you were confused or going through a time where you had no clarity in your life. Yeah. And you could just whisper something in a younger Pete's ear. What yeah. would you say? Going back, if I had... Um, and I think of this many... You know, I, I think of these, this yeah. now, even now. I would tell myself that the future is what you create it mm. to be. So if you want your future to be better, paint that picture in your head. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would whisper to myself. Mm. Paint the picture of how you want your life to be. Mm. And it will create it. I think that's brilliant. I think the more personal development I do and stuff as well, that's more what I try and do as well, like vision boards yeah. and stuff. And I think, I think maybe as children as well, we do that. But then somewhere between childhood, when you've got that innocence to growing up, yeah. we tend to lose it uh, I think the vision boards are fantastic and I think they're a great thing to have because it gives you an idea of how you mm. want your life to be but the hindsight to that uh, to that is when somebody makes a vision board they forget that they can change that vision board mm. and once you've looked at it a few times it's just there sitting on the wall mm. uh, what I uh, tend to do is I read my goals uh, every morning I have a, a book this, and I've written in there what I want my average day to be like. Mm. And I read the book, every, it's pretty detailed of how I want my life to be. And I sit there and I read it. And if there's something I, like, I don't like in it, I always rub it out and change it. And I think mm. with things like vision boards, and even though they're a great thing, like I said, but vision boards is a, a massive picture of, you know, if somebody wants to be multimillionaire mm. and they nowhere near there, it's, a, it's an image where you think, well, am I going to get there? Mm. But if you take small steps, because vision boards can be expanded, it can be changed. But I think people when who make vision boards, I'm not sure about yourself, but people who make vision boards tend not to change it. So they look at it once or twice, look at it for a month or so, then after that, they forget mm. the vision board is there. But, you know, going forward, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a bad thing. Mm. I'm not saying... So would, you, would you recommend then having a two-year goal, a five-year goal, and stuff like that? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's about building confidence. Mm. So if you're going to write a goal down for yourself or goals down for yourself and you've written a goal to say, let's just say for argument, say you're going to have a million pounds in a year and people do write goals like mm. that because they think, that, well, if I can create anything, I want to create that, create that. I'm not saying it can't be created, yes. but if you haven't... Well, if you're not if you're not uh, in line with your positive thinking, creating that million pound is going to be difficult. Mm. But if you say to yourself, "I want to uh, uh, create a slightly smaller goal," so say if you say to yourself, "I want to earn I don't know uh, ten thousand pounds a month," mm. ten thousand pound a month is far achievable, easily mm. achievable mm. because you'll work hard at it. And Absolutely. once you achieve your ten thousand pounds a month, you've put a um, 
have a booster in mm. it, yeah, yeah. you boost your yourself confidence, confidence. Yeah, so then grow your goal bigger mm. make it 20,000 there next month and you know and I know there's lots of people out, out there that will think well I want to be a millionaire and yeah, I want to yeah, be yeah. it in a year yeah. um, but you didn't learn to speak and you didn't how <laughs> yeah, long did yeah, it take absolutely. you to absolutely. learn to walk how long did it take you to uh, learn to do things yeah. uh, you know uh, uh, just generally learn to do things it takes 12 years yeah. For you to go through school and learn all the things in school, you're not going to become mm. successful mm. in a year. Well, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, apologize for that. It's not. You're not going to. But if your mindset isn't right, it's hard to yeah. achieve. There will be anomalies that will obviously do it. For the vast majority of us, we have to develop one our spirituality, one our mindset, one yeah. our health. Everything needs to um, balance out. Yeah, and we need to increase the confidence and our skill set and all of those. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I suppose I suffered with. So I don't do vision boards myself. It's yeah. just I know people do them. Is when I used to have these big goals. Somewhere along the journey, if you're trying to be like an entrepreneur, you're trying to find your way in life. Yeah. When you realize how far you are from your goals, yeah. you become very um, dissatisfied. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the right words for it, but you yeah. you lose well, faith mo- and lack hope. of motivation. Yeah, because you think I'm just so far away from it. Yeah. And even though you might have come so far in the journey, yeah. Yeah. you forget how you far forget. you've come yeah. because you're looking at how far yeah. you need yeah. to go. So and this I, is what I'm saying about vision yeah, boards, you see, absolutely. because vision boards are a great thing. But if you're making a vision board and your journey is to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a super successful uh, entrepreneur, but you're only here, you're not seeing absolutely. how you come. Absolutely. You've, you're, you're looking at that and you, mm-hmm. you kind of can get demotivated because, mm-hmm. you know, with anything, it can't be changed. Mm-hmm. But if you're making a goal that's that big, absolutely. But you're yeah. here. No, no. I so uh, that's why that's my advice. No, no. Make, I think know. that's great advice. It's, it, so if we use the the analogy that I always I can relate to very quickly is health and fitness. So everyone wants a six pack. It just absolutely. seems to be the number one question I always get. So I'm like, that's absolutely fine. We can get you a six pack. We can help you. But it starts with one rep in the gym. And yeah. it starts with you going to the gym that one day. Yeah. And you can't ever get there any quicker, no matter how much you wish yeah, it or absolutely. whatever. You have to do that rep. Yeah. But then, unfortunately, you have to do a lot of them reps. And yeah. you can't just do them all on one day. You can't just sit here for 24 hours, all of us do sit-ups, and you then all of a sudden we're six-pack tomorrow. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. And it's about understanding that. So, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that's a, that's a brilliant answer. Yeah. Good answer. Um, and that sadly actually brings us to the last question. And um, the last question is, if in 150 years science fails to save us, and none of us are here, and it's just hopefully my podcast. But um, all that remains is a book, and this book is about you, everything in your life, all the good things you've done, all the wonderful things, and all the people's lives you've touched and everything. Yeah. What would the back of the book tell us to make somebody want to pick it up about you, and also what would the title be? Well, I think if I was to write a book, the title of my book would have to be, I can't really say Think and Grow Rich, but something along them lines, you know, thoughts, I would say. I would say it's hard to sort of, define a, mm. an actual name for the book but I would say something along the lines of use your thoughts mm. or think carefully mm. um, think about what you want you know it's hard to define a name yeah, with, yeah, yeah. The, well think carefully that's, yeah. that's quite an yeah. interesting yeah so, so, so the, something along them lines mm. um, with the back of the book create the life that you want by thinking it through you know think about how you painted a picture painting an image of your life create an image of how you want what you like to be it's hard to sort of... Oh yeah, it's a bit of a hard No, question. no, no. I, I, it's fine. I, to be honest, I think everything you've said in this episode has kind of told us about the blurb yeah. of it. Yeah. And I think the, probably the most important thing, like you said, is think carefully. Yeah. Because you've realised through your trials and tribulations is that 
it's your thought processes that manifest that your manifest world your, and, yeah, and yeah. make your existence and everything that yeah, you're I think that's learn. the biggest thing yeah. really you know when you somebody's going to pick something up they're going to think about what they are doing what about you as a person how would you how would you want to be remembered i would like to be remembered as um somebody who did uh, the right thing uh, for everybody mm. you know did the right thing for those who are less fortunate or, or try to do the wrong the yeah. right thing yeah that's brilliant thank you i think that's a great answer and on just a final note so we are going to put your amazon link in for your business okay i think we should, de- we should definitely if people are interested in them um, so it's it's an oil it's a therapy it's an oil aromatherapy oils and um, basically they're the natural products okay. there's no artificial coloring or artificial additives in it and they can be used for your health purposes mm-hmm. there's a card in it as well that and it tells you what you can yeah. what the purpose of these are uh, so each oil can be used for various things. I mean, I use, I had a toothache, so uh, there's a um, there's an oil in there, tea oil, I think it is, mm-hmm. that um, it's the same as witch, uh, witch hazel. If you put it on your tooth, it actually takes your pain away rather than right. having to. Okay. So, and again, I use the oils to put in um, a steam mop. Just a few drops, yeah, uh, fantastic. Yeah. You can use them in diffusers. So there's many yeah. uses for them. Yeah, and but, my wife uses them as well. Yeah. So, yeah. fantastic. You know, and... Alongside that, are you on social media as well? Is is there a way, or would you be open to maybe um, listeners connecting with yourself and following? Yeah, you on I mean, media? if anybody uh, you know wants any answers or questions, or if they got anything, then yeah, of course, I I, I am on social media mm-hmm. and on Facebook. I'm not a big fan of Facebook, okay. but I am on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think Facebook. it's just a good point of call because there could be somebody who behind closed doors may have resonated with a certain part of your story, yeah. maybe struggling with it, maybe going for the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, this is another thing, the whole point of this podcast is to let people know they're not alone. Yeah. So the story that you're going through, I might not be going through it, but a million other people could be Absolutely, as well. Yeah. And this is what it's about. Yeah. And, and it's always nice when you can get somebody on the show who's in a much better place than their adversity yeah, was. Been, yeah. And that's yeah. the point as well. Just yeah. So in that funk and in that, when we're going through all the emotions and stuff and we think there is no light at the end of the tunnel, like you touched yeah. on, to yeah. know actually all of my guests have demonstrated there is light at the end there of the is, channel, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what it's about fantastic so brilliant so uh, I just want to take this moment once again just to thank you for your time today and sharing your story and to the listeners at home no thanks problem. for listening no problem it's a pleasure being here and remember this podcast is absolutely free so all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five star review over on iTunes have an awesome day